Hi, and welcome to the Fire Up at 55 Plus podcast, a show about how to put yourself first in your second act of life. I'm certified life and weight loss coach Lori Adams, here to empower you to let go of guilt, take charge of your health, then find and fulfill your dreams. It's never too late, so let's get started. Quote, friends in later life are like fine wine, said Amy Poehler. They get better with age and sometimes make you want to dance on tables. The significance of role models in your life and how fun it can be to identify them was part one. But surrounding yourself with true, great friends is more important for a transformed, satisfying life with growth and pizzazz at Midlife Plus. Find out why in this part two episode, along with specific steps you can take to find best friends when you're beyond the age of mom's groups and meetings at the playground. After last week, did you find and identify with those role models? Did you happen to make an identity poster as suggested or a Pinterest vision board using snazzy photos of your favorite role models? Whether you did or not, when you think of those role models, can you also come up with someone already in your circle of friends or a lively and happy or successful woman you're already acquainted with? Because the shiny step that will immerse you in the identity and happy life changes you want is to surround yourself with like-minded people. Today, I have three main takeaways about this for you that I found summed up nicely in a recent social media post by B.J. Fogg, the author of the best-selling book, Tiny Habits, The Small Habits That Change Everything. First, he suggested you strengthen a handful of relationships. Okay, that means five or less, according to my anatomy. But I also know many coaches who advocate for even just one best friend if that person is truly like-minded, wants the best for you both, is fun to be with, and will be honest with you even when it's hard to do. Next, Fogg pointed out the problems with superficial friends that often originate with social media. Facebook is hurting all of us, he said, because it focuses our attention on lots of people, including folks who are pretty much strangers. And that's not the path to happiness. Third, B.J. Fogg warned that when you invest time and energy on weak ties, you are less able to focus on the handful of relationships that matter the most. What I know for sure, as a life coach, and as Oprah likes to say, is that even when we grow and change in a way that can make our current good friends somewhat uncomfortable, we can stop people-pleasing and put our own priorities first without hurting the family and friends that we love, the ones that will always matter most to us. So, as Fogg says, focus your energy on strengthening that handful and keep them super strong and important. Before we talk about the energy and mindset you want in order to make new friends or revive meaningful relationships, in other words, how to go about creating great friendships, I'll tell you some of the many reasons it's so important to have like-minded people in your circle of friends. First, for support and encouragement. Like-minded people can provide you with emotional support, understanding the challenges you face, and offering encouragement to stay motivated as you traverse the path towards a new life. In the best-selling book, Atomic Habits, by James Clear, the author emphasizes the impact of surrounding yourself with like-minded people or role models when it comes to developing and maintaining good habits. 
Here's what the book reveals about this concept. First, the power of social influence. James Clear explains that humans are highly influenced by the people around them, and our behavior is almost shaped by the norms and expectations of our social groups. By surrounding ourselves with like-minded people who have similar habits and goals, we are more likely to adopt and reinforce those habits ourselves. Next, accountability. When you are surrounded by people who share similar goals, they can hold you accountable and help ensure that you stay focused on your objectives, and then you do the same for them. Three, shared knowledge and experience. Like-minded individuals may have similar experiences or knowledge related to your goals, allowing for the sharing of insights, advice, and resources that can enhance your learning and progress. Next, inspiration and motivation. Seeing others striving towards similar goals can inspire and motivate you. I know it does for me. Witnessing their progress and success can give you a sense of possibility and drive you to achieve higher levels of performance. Next, synergy and collaboration. When you align yourself with like-minded friends, you create a positive and supportive environment conducive to collaboration. By pooling your skills, ideas, and resources, you've set a foundation so you can achieve greater results together. Next, the reduced negative influence. Surrounding yourself with like-minded people can help limit negative influences. Negative individuals or those who are unsupportive of your goals very well may hinder your progress and potentially demotivate you. Being around people with similar goals to yours decreases the likelihood of such negative interactions, and they will always come up. Learn to expect them. Number seven, remember that it's also beneficial to retain a diverse network of individuals who have different perspectives and backgrounds. They can provide a well-rounded perspective as a whole and offer new insights that can enrich your experiences and growth. So, now that you know the value of such friends, are you ready to go out, actually meet new ones, or contact a former bestie you lost track of? Do you have anxiety over how and when, and where, to find them in Midlife Plus? Well, I've got a whole list of practical and specific ideas for finding friends and creating new like-minded, smart female friends for women ages 50 and older. But it is a list, which can be a little tiring, and you're likely to find a bit more warmth and wisdom from the advice of two women authors and speakers who've explored this. I'm sure you've heard of Brene Brown and Gretchen Rubin. Brown, a renowned researcher and author, emphasizes the importance of vulnerability and embracing one's true self when it comes to making new friendships, so they will be authentic later in life. Here are a few key ideas and advice that she provides. First, don't be afraid to embrace vulnerability, Brown says. To make authentic connections, we need to allow ourselves to be vulnerable and open up to others. Sharing our thoughts, feelings, and experiences can foster a deeper level of connection and create a safe space for deep friendship. Be authentic, Brown says. She stresses the importance of being your authentic self and not trying to fit into societal expectations or mold friendships to fulfill certain roles. By showing up as your genuine self, you attract people who truly appreciate and embrace you for who you truly are. Next, seek common interests and values. Look for shared interests, hobbies, or values when connecting with potential friends, Brene Brown says. 
being aligned on important aspects of life can create a strong foundation for deeper connections and friendships. That foundation, mentioned it before, think of it as your environment for development and growth. Foster meaningful conversations. So engaging in meaningful conversation is key to developing strong friendships. Ask open-ended questions, be a good listener, and practice empathy. Go beyond the small cocktail hour talk. Actively seeking to understand and connect on an emotional level can help build strong and lasting bonds. And I think women are particularly good at this. Create the opportunities to connect. Brown advises making intentional efforts, getting out there, to create opportunities for connection with potential friends. This can involve attending social events. I mean, you'll want to do it in person. Joining interest groups or reaching out to acquaintances for coffee or lunch. Take the initiative. Step out of your comfort zone and reap the rewards of new, rewarding friendships. Next, Brown says to prioritize quality over quantity, just like B.J. Fogg advised. Remember that it's the quality of friendships that truly matters. Focus on nurturing a few deep and meaningful relationships rather than trying to amass a large number of acquaintances. Investing time and intention into a few close relationships will often yield more fulfillment and support. Overall, her advice really revolves around being vulnerable, authentic, and intentional in building new friendships. By embracing these principles, you'll have a likelihood of forming deeper connections later in life. So we'll also add Gretchen Rubin in. She's the author and happiness expert. She offers insights and strategies for making friends in later life in her book, The Happiness Project. Here are a few key ideas that Rubin presents. Make friendship a priority. Rubin emphasizes the importance of actively making friendship a priority, being proactive to invest time and effort into building and maintaining relationships. It's not just going to happen unless you make it happen. Recognize the value of friendship and the positive impact it can have on overall happiness and well-being. This will motivate you to get started. As the others say, seek out common interests. Join clubs, classes, or organizations centered around activities you enjoy or that align with your passions, or new activities you've always wanted to pursue. This increases the chances of meeting like-minded individuals who like to interact, develop, and connect. Show up, and when you do, be present. Be present and engaged when interacting with others. Be interested in what they have to say. Actively listen more than you speak, and when you do, ask open-ended questions. By showing genuine curiosity and attentiveness, you create a space for deeper connections to form. Ruben also says, hey, practice your small talk skills. There's small talk in building relationships that then leads to the deeper talk. Cultivate conversational skills to initiate and sustain friendly interactions with new acquaintances. So although I just said not to emphasize cocktail party talk, don't underestimate the power of casual conversations to get started, to make a connection on the surface level, but then do move toward progressing to deeper discussions. Ruben also says, hey, utilize technology. Embrace technology and online platforms as a means of meeting people. You've probably seen those meetup groups, or maybe you're already in a group on Facebook or Instagram, and you could have an opportunity to actually meet someone in person. 
engage in those communities, and consider using friend-finding apps specifically designed for making connections. You know a lot of people are doing that in the dating world. Let's try it for friend-finding as well. Nurture existing relationships, she said. While you focus on creating new friendships, don't neglect the importance of nurturing existing relationships that matter most to you, as I've already said. Explore opportunities to deepen connections with current friends. Organize outings if you haven't gone anywhere with them for a while. Schedule regular catch-ups and stay connected through various communications channels. Hey, text someone today that you really care about. Remember, making friends in later life does require effort and intentionality. Gretchen Rubin's advice encourages actively seeking out opportunities, showing up authentically, and investing time and energy into fostering meaningful connections. So, there's a pattern here, right? Well, the list I mentioned earlier from my own research is very much the same. To join women's interest groups, but specifically, what are those? Well, book clubs, fitness classes, volunteer organizations, church groups, networking associations, any kind of class where you want to learn something new and you see yourself as somebody who can do that. Perhaps be a knitter. You see yourself as a knitter and you want to meet other people who are doing it or learning to do it. Go to workshops and conferences. I know I've loved this. Consider attending workshops, conferences, or seminars, even where you have to travel, that cater to women in your age or interest group. These events really focus on personal growth, career development, or specific interests, and can be a great way to connect deeply in a short period of time with smart and like-minded women. Volunteer in your community. Volunteer work puts a smile on everyone's face. You all feel good about what you're doing and are passionate about making a difference. So look for something that resonates with you, causes that will engage you in contributing your time and skills. It can also create a sense of fulfillment and purpose, which is going to add to your happiness while you're doing this. It will make it more doable. Use your social networking platforms, take continuing education or enrichment classes, and go to those meetups. Remember, building new friendships does take time and effort. It can be part of the discomfort part of development and growth, but you'll feel so good when you've made some new friends and when you've narrowed it down to one, two, or a handful of really special ones. Don't be afraid to be open, genuine, and communicative in your interactions. You can go home afterwards if you're an introvert, but get out of that discomfort and be willing to invest time and energy to nurture and develop new friendships. And I'll end with a quote, quote, Making friends later in life is like discovering a secret society of badass women who always have your back, even when you forget where you put your glasses, said Michelle Obama. To coach with me one-on-one, -on -one, to learn how to make good friends at any age without people-pleasing, to practice self-care, and or to focus on weight loss results at Midlife Plus, please just send an email to me at hello at laurieadamscoaching.com so we can schedule an easy conversation about what you really want and to keep the transformational information coming each week. Please follow Fire Up at 55 Plus wherever you download your podcasts. And if on Apple, 
share a review, and a star-worthing rating. It's much appreciated. Hey, thanks for listening. To contact me directly, please reach out via email to hello at laurieadamscoaching.com. And I invite you to take a look at my flaming hot webpage, fireup at 55plus.com. That's fireup, the word at, 55plus.com. And until next week, make the most of your sizzling second act.